Okay. All right. Welcome to the first episode of Sack King's Therapy. Uh, my name is Owen. I'll be your host. And with me today, um, hopefully going forward as well, Fong Legacy. Hello. Hello. How's your day been? Uh, it's all right. Just watched the All-Star game. Okay. I did not watch the All-Star game. Um, I was actually busy watching uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Portland, in Portland, uh, so because uh, it, it was today, and I just didn't. Uh, the All Star Game doesn't interest me, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. I, I know this one was going to be a special case, but, anyways, let's uh, let's get into it. So, uh, for this is the first episode of Sack King's Therapy. Um, we, it's not it's not easy being a Kings fan most of the time. Um, you know, Kings. As we will get into later, we, it just kind of summarizes the whole team. We we passed up on Luca and drafted Marvin Bagley, even though I like Bagley. You know, bad teams will stay bad, and we didn't draft Luca, possible game changer. But um, just moving on, I like to be a little bit more optimistic. Sorry for that little rant, but you know we like to take a more optimistic route. Um, Anyone that's on uh, King's Twitter or now King's Reddit to a certain degree, a very negative place. Uh, you've told me that uh, King King's Reddit isn't as bad, right? Uh, it's it could be a fifty-fifty, give or take. Like, okay. of course, when we played against the Mavericks, a lot of people from the King's Reddit took it to, like you said, drafting Marvin Bagley instead of Luca. So. A lot of memes, a lot of funny memes that went on about it. Okay, well that's yeah. Unfortunately, that's gonna that's gonna be a thing that's gonna haunt us for the rest of this for the rest of this season for sure. Especially if Marvin doesn't come back. Um, well, enough rambling. So if you're still with us, <laughs> thank you. Uh, well, we'll get we'll get into it now. Okay, so uh, the reason why why we wanted to start this podcast because we just wanted to get some thoughts of ours. We we, you know, just I don't feel there's a lot of mediums that kind of share our thoughts. Again, King's Twitter, King's Reddit, generally pretty negative places because the team does kind of suck. Uh, that's just how it is. But uh, I like to always, I personally like to take a more optimistic approach. Um, you know, pretending that there's a lot more hope, and maybe there is. We'll see, but. That's primarily the reason why I want, why we wanted to start this podcast. We wanted to provide a little bit more optimism into a king into King's uh, King's fandom. So, um, so, all right, let's get into it. So, um, I originally wanted to start this, I think, right before the uh, Minnesota game. Remember the Minnesota game? Remember that mm, debacle? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that didn't know, uh, the Kings. Kings uh, were down 17 with, two, I think, 240 or 250 or 240 to go. Yeah. We miraculously somehow came back. I, I personally, I didn't watch that game. I I didn't watch the first three quarters. I actually turned it on when they were down nine, and I decided to just turn it on for, you know, just shits and giggles, and they, and Buddy hits a three. I'm like, hmm, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he proceeds to hit another three. Was it him? I think it was him who hit two straight threes. Uh, I forgot, but I believe so. It's 
Well, you know, anyways, uh, about, yeah, that was right when I was wanting to start the game or start the podcast. And that game happened. I'm like, oh, there's some hope. And I think right afterwards, um, I think we did we lose the next game. I think we did. Yeah, we lost against OKC. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the OKC game. Yeah, we got yes. pretty badly wiped by OKC. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I was busy during that week and start the podcast. Um, and then Kings decide to go on a three-game winning streak. Oh, and then yeah. proceeds to lose to the Bucks and to the Mavs. And so that'll be our first topic. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. We also lost to the Lakers, too. So Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, as, as you'll kind of learn about me, I don't know about you, uh, Fong, but mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the Lakers. So... Let, let's let let's let's not glorify them. Yeah. Okay. Let, moving on. Uh, first first thing. Uh, Bucks loss. Um, the Bucks the Bucks game. It was actually pretty fun for the most part. Um, kept it close for all three for three quarters. Um, and then just kind of just completely lost control in the fourth mm-hmm, quarter. Right. Just ended up getting blown yep, out. Right. Usual. Yeah. I unfortunate. Mean, yeah. In my opinion, I thought that was more one of the more fun games to watch. Up until the fourth quarter, of course. Yeah, when Eric Bledsoe hits two threes in a row, you pat him on the butt. Like you know, we'll, we'll <laughs> give that. We'll give it. We'll give him that. And, you know, we and you know, and always a thing I like to say about the Kings: the Kings, for the most part, you know, aren't great. Our offense is you know mediocre to bad in most nights, and you know our defense isn't great. Um, I always see, well, I always say, like in in our little group chat, like, there's the there's the first rotation um, when we say double someone down low, and then there and then there will not be a second rotation, and just it's been like that all season. So yeah, that's that that's generally how I describe the Kings defense. The first rotation more or less usually is there, and then the second rotation will probably be blown, or you know, if the second rotation happens, the third rotation kind of breaks down as well. So that's basically the summary of the game. Uh, so let's move on to the Mavs. Um, Mavs loss. We lost against the Mavs. Kept it close, I think, for about one and a half quarters, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, Luca be Luca. Um, and we'll get into Luca. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, kept it close. And then we started getting just pulled. And then they started, the Mavs, I mean, started pulling away in the second quarter. I think they had a 15-point lead by, by the half. Let's see. Let me check real quick. Uh, yeah, while you're checking, I'll just kind of go through. Um, yeah. Um, you know, Luca's first game back continues to just uh, torture the Kings for not drafting him. You know? And, you know, just a little something about me. Uh, I was uh, an advocate for them drafting Luca. Was not high on Bagley out, coming out of the draft, but overall, you know what happened has happened. What happened has happened. Uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to just you know I'm over it. I'm ready to move on, but but you know I but you know still hurts to see Luca just absolutely torch the Kings and you know be a be a basically an MVP candidate and Bagley's not help not even playing right now. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I at first, you know, it would have been a great idea to draft someone that would fit into like 
our puzzle piece that we're trying to build. But, you know, in reality, Bagley hasn't shown that potential yet. And hopefully within the next couple of years, he would uh, flourish and build that. I, I mean, build up to if we uh, support our team better, you know. And, you know, like, I, I t- I'm actually pretty optimistic on him on the most part because he, he's got talent, you know. He's he's like well he's six eight. Um, he dropped down from six eleven. Um, <laughs> the new measurements. Uh, but like there's a lot of athletic ability there, and there's a lot. And you know he's the only other guy on the team that can draw free throws other than Fox. So I see a lot of potential there. You know, like people. Well, like I I, I don't know what to think, but like a lot of people say he that he's he's a future twenty and ten guy. I'm optimistic he he probably will become a 20 and 10 guy, but the problem is, yeah, you draft him over Luca. It it always will go. You know, the the that's the unfortunate thing about him. You know, he's he's probably he's gonna be a good player. I think. Oh yeah. He's probably gonna match something about where Fox. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I think so too. In terms of um defense, I mean, so far not too much improvement in my opinion. There's been some stints where, you know, of course, he'll get a couple blocks a game and look good. But in terms of his offense, it's it's always uh, a little off to me. Yeah, I, there's a little bit of ball stopping with him. And, you know, that, that is what it is. And the thing is, I like he just needs to be he needs to be on the court just to play get experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Defense, if defensive big men, uh, big men with defense. They're usually not good until like the third or fourth year. Like second year, they'll show flashes maybe, mm-hmm. but he hasn't played. So there, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just don't know. Yeah. Again, every day seeing Luca, Trey Young, Jaron Jackson is fitting really well into the Memphis, and Memphis is doing well. But just seeing those guys just flourish is mm-hmm. painful. And you know, again, I'm very optimistic on just the pure talent of Bagley. Yeah, as of right will now, he, will he reach Luca Powers? No, <laughs> I don't think so. But you know, a good complementary piece. Yeah, as of right now, I would say he's a piece in terms of he can't set up his own shot, but he has to have someone set his shot for him. I'm, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of this ISO stuff. I, I think I think he you know he has ability there. You know, he's definitely fearless, and you know that's something. Yeah, and, you know, like I, I though I just I just don't like his little face up jab step old school game. You know, mm-hmm. prefer him to play like a. I hate I hate to bring this up, but like a souped up version of Willie. Um, <sighs> and you know, Kings fans, we all we remember the, the Willie days, but you know, Rashawn's kind of filling that up really well, although he's injured too. But, uh, yeah, you know. this whole but, season's you know, been full of injuries. Yeah. So I, I the my like I think Bagley's already you know surpassed what Willie provided for the most part. So you know there's something there. And, yeah, you know just looking forward to it. Um, okay, next topic. Um, so we I originally drafted up. Um, you know, originally I was gonna uh, we were gonna record this before the All Star break, but kind of just stuff just happens and. Yeah, we're we're recording this on the uh, last night of All Star Break, uh, February sixteenth, right after the All Star game. Um, 
and uh, the, the three-point contest has now passed, and Buddy, Buddy Buckets, <laughs> hit the final shot to to just beat Devin Booker, 27 points, and ends up winning the contest. Now, all over, you know, Kings Reddit, of course, they praised it. That that was like our first major win since I don't know. <laughs> like, can you I mean, think of yeah. a, can you I mean, think of something that we've won as a king? Uh, I think Bogey in his rookie year won the <laughs> Rising Star, Rising oh. Stars, Rising Stars MVP. What the hell that's worth? Jeez, <laughs> I already forgot yeah. about that. So I think I think that's literally the only thing we've won since then. Because last year I think Buddy was like in the final round, and I think Fox I think was in the skills contest. I don't remember. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah, and you know we didn't win, but you know, mm-hmm. you know it's a it's a nice thing. Like I like. It uh, you know that's the I, I like I like Buddy for the most part and you know this kind of stuff and we'll we'll get into it later. It's gonna make it it's gonna make it kind of hard for me to want to trade. And we'll we'll get into that later. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hate and you you know I'm trying to stay optimistic, but you know there's just this team. Um, anyways, look uh, okay. All right, time to get even more grisly. I'm sorry for uh, kind of going against the theme. Hopefully things get better as uh, things as the season goes and as next season and as next season starts happens. Um, so looking forward. So I've been so you know we have a group chat with one of our good friends and he's 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 on the side of tanking and you know I personally don't want to tank just because that is that'd be an awful product to just watch from personal reasons i prefer us to at least stay competitive see if memphis maybe starts to slow down and you know if we can maybe it's it's going to be a pipe dream at this point maybe make the playoffs yeah so now tanking is kind of an old thing now so can you like um explain to me like why we shouldn't tank? Because back then it used to be like the worst team would potentially like most likely get the first pick, of course. But now that okay. we're so like kind of in the low middle of the seeding chart, what are the potential picks that we could get in the next year's draft? So this I'm gonna bring draft. up so just talk for a little bit. I'm gonna bring up the draft odds. <laughs> <laughs> I remember last time I think we were like three percent chance of getting a top five pick. Three percent. Okay, I have it up now. Okay, so we have a three percent to get the first pick. Okay. Uh, three uh, cur- as currently constructed. Okay, two, uh, two. You know, it's three point three percent to get the second pick, a three point six, and then four point zero to get the third and fourth pick. Oh. After that, it gets kind of weird. Oh. Um, if we don't get the, any of the top four picks, we drop to this tenth pick, basically. I don't know how the mechanics of that works, but um, and regarding the changes, so basically, um, it used to be that if you were the worst team in in the league, you get the best odds, and the best odds would be twenty five, I think, like twenty something percent, and then the next yeah. closest, the second worst record gets like fourteen percent. It's like it's somewhere oh. around there. 
Okay. Now the now the the worst three teams all have a fourteen percent chance of getting the first pick. Okay, so it gives the probably like the worst what eight teams a better chance of getting a top ten pick. So basically, the th- five worst teams in the league get around. So the Minnesota which is the fourth worst team right now, would have a 12.5%, and New York would have a 10.5%. Okay, so it's it generally goes down as the teams get better and better in terms of standing. Yes, yes. And, you know, thing, and, you know like, because the top, the worst record only has a 14% chance, it's just such a crapshoot in terms of who gets the first pick now. Like, New Orleans, um, let me see actually go back well new orleans did not have a good uh, did not have a good chance to get the first pick and they ended with zion so you know conspiracies aside <laughs> you know, they they kind of they got a they, they got real lucky on that one and mm-hmm. you know that's a that's one of the reasons why i don't want to straight up tank because even if we tank like let's just say we get to say where minnesota is like the, the fourth worst record we have a 12 percent chance get the pick mm-hmm. you know it's a crapshoot for the most part mm-hmm. and you know i rather just personally i rather just have our guys play and you know keep things competitive you know just kind of ha- kind of hang around and hang around hopefully the grizzlies start to drop and the other teams start to drop as well spurs is kind of steamrolling <laughs> Kind of really sucking right now. Portland probably has lost Dame for a few games. Uh, and again, Grizzlies, you know, hopefully, maybe, I don't know, like starts to slow down. They did trade away Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. And remember what happened when we, remember, we were, I think, 20, we were had a positive, or positive, we had a winning record at All Star break and we traded Iman Shumper. Yeah, that's true. And we kind of slowly declined. Yeah, but, uh, we we were seven and sixteen, and not a lot of people bring that up. Uh, I feel. Um, if, I, I, do you you don't listen to a lot of uh, King's podcast, do you? No, not really. Um, yeah, well, one of the ones I primarily listen to, uh, the King Throne Room Breakdown. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they 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 always bring up the fact that we were seven and sixteen after the All Star break. A lot of Kings fans are really hyped up on that first half of the kings and you know that raised expectations and you know people forget we really started to kind of fall off a cliff um after all-star break and you know i'm not saying i'm not hoping like i don't i don't wish anything bad on the grizzlies but you know they're a young team and they just lost the pretty big veteran of course they have other veterans too but you know jay crowder i you know for all that i don't really like about him he's a I imagine he provides a lot of leadership to that locker room as a vet and a tough guy. I mean, I'm pretty sure right now he's doing a lot better in a actual competitive playoff team than what he would be doing in the Grizzlies. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't care about him, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, so you know, I I'm, I'm I just don't. I of course I get the idea of wanting to tank of course of course if we were the if we were in minnesota spot right now we would have a 12.5 percent probability to get in the first pick as opposed to a three three point oh so currently you know? we have a 3.0 you're saying 
Yes, to get uh, the first pick in a pretty draft, from what I've heard. Like, I, you know, Wiseman is the guy that I'm really high on. Mm-hmm. I am not high on Lamelo <clears throat> Ball. Do, do never, do not bring that shit. <laughs> not one Lamelo Ball. Hey, you never know if we trade or if we draft him, we could. He could be a potential trade prospect for another player. Yes, trade him straight up for Lonzo. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I am gonna get. I am gonna get executed by by King's Twitter for saying that. You know that that's a you know just a quick quick little uh, side note. I am actually an advocate for somehow getting Lonzo Ball on this team. Key way. Don't please don't please don't shoot me. But uh, yeah, please don't hurt me. Um, so. You want me to explain why? Yeah, can you elaborate more? Because, of course, for the past few years, we didn't like Lonzo at all. He was the one that got drafted before Fox. And, of course, we would always say that Fox will always be better than Lonzo. So by by trading for Lonzo, what do you think would be the benefit for the Kings? Well, just... Well, for, when, when you're talking about trading for Lonzo, you have to talk about the piece that we're going to trade for him. I mean, originally, I wouldn't have been the angriest person in the world if we had traded Bogey for him, but I'd rather just keep Bogey. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, assuming that we don't give up too much, and we probably will end up, which is probably why it won't happen, mm-hmm. but we will probably end up giving something really good for him, Yeah. which is because David Griffin's an amazing GM. He'll fleece us. He'll get something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the reason why is Lonzo's main strengths be the ability to play fast, and guess who else loves playing fast? De'Aaron Fox. And yeah. I think I think the two of them will just push the pace to just absolute overload to to just you know breakneck speeds. And another strength of Lonzo is that he's a he's a really good off ball player. He does not need the ball to be effective. And, you know, he can, he can, you know, facilitate, move the ball, get, you know, be that point guard and have, you know, De'Aaron play off ball. De'Aaron, I think, is a pretty good off ball player for the most part. He's a good cutter, mm-hmm. not the greatest shooter, but you have to respect that three-point shot. Mm-hmm. And Lonzo's defense, he's, I feel, one of the best defenders in the league already. Like, just a guy that hustles, a guy that, you know, has really good size, can keep up with guards. And can you know can you know has the strength to stay with the really strong wings. Now, of course, the downside is he is Lonzo Ball. We are going to bring Levar Ball into Sacramento, although he has kind of calmed down for yeah. the most part. He hasn't really kind of been a nuisance to uh, the New Orleans Pelicans by any means. Yeah, I haven't heard too much about him. He's probably now hyping up Lamelo Ball and his other sons. So we'll we'll see about that. But what do you think of? Um... Lonzo's offense that would benefit for the Kings. So of course, I have always said, so another. Sorry to keep going off on tangents, but I remember Phil and um, what's it called Sixers Twitter of always says, man, Ben Simmons needs to shoot threes. He's a, he just needs to, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was at that Pelicans game uh, earlier this year, and. <laughs> For those who keep saying that Ben Simmons needs to shoot threes, watch Lonzo Ball play. No <laughs> one guards. No one really guards him out there. And he and this this guy chucks. He he ain't he is not scared to shoot threes. 
Now, is he good mm-hmm. at shooting threes? They're hit or miss for the most part, but the defense is leaving him open. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, as long as uh, and you know, as long as he shoots those, I think I think it'll be fine to a certain degree. And and in the Kings game, he made quite a few. He ended up having like twenty points, and was very <sighs> crucial, very crucial in them winning. Um, oh gosh. So you know, he's of course his offense is a problem for the most part in the half court, but you know he's. One of the underrated and not, and a lot of casual fans kind of don't understand this, um, is that the ability to just get guys in the right spots, the ability to just run the team, that is a skill all on its own. And I feel Lonzo has that has that skill, and I feel he could he could you know some you know help get the offense running, and just be that you know point guard. De'Aaron still isn't there yet, and I think Lonzo would be an upgrade on that on that end and again those are kind of the kind of the reasons why i want so to highlight good defense good defense great defense actually Mm -hmm. and we'll push the pace on offense and can get people in the right spots yeah that'd be great if we could uh get back to the fast offense that we had a year back when we had uh dave yeager that was a fun team to watch so the thing, I you know I you know I'm gonna just kind of repeat what I've heard from uh, Jason Jason Jones from from uh, the Athletic. He's a he's he's on the podcast that I just mentioned earlier, uh, Throne Room Breakdown. So apparently Luke actually tells him to play fast. The team just doesn't. What kind of weird? Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe like Dave Yeager was always yelling at the players to go put run 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 push the pace push the pace push the pace so maybe he needs to do more of that i don't know but it's not that luke walton isn't telling him to play, play fast and telling him to play slow it's not yeah, we, we don't know what's up with that i'm gonna I, I hope i hope that i hope we don't get hunted by uh king's fans uh i've, I've already i think pissed off quite a few <laughs> well, we'll anyways but yeah i i feel like we should you know just try and you know, I, I I don't want to trade anyone right now. I, I want to see what this team is before we kind of, you know, probably end up having to blow it up. Um, just you know, I, I want to. We'll speak this into existence. Onzo Ball and the Kings, it happened, baby. A- anyways, all right. So our next topic. Um, so this came out I think on Tuesday. Um, let me see. Let me. Are we talking about the Kings landing? Uh, yeah, it doesn't. Okay, let, let, let's not worry about when it came out. It came out the 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 week of All Star All Star All Star weekend. Uh, the Kings landing mm-hmm. article uh, by Sam Amick, Jason Jones, and uh, Sham Sharania of the Athletic, um, basically detailing that there's been a lot of turmoil within the Kings uh, front office. The Vec was one of the people apparently really pushing to draft Luca. Well. He wanted to draft Luca. I don't know if he was like pushing to draft Luca. And Wade really wanted Marvin Bagley, and he ultimately overruled, and we ended up going with Bagley. And you know, Vivek is you know pretty pissed about this year. Not not doing very good, and is having a bit of doubts, let's just say, about Vladi's abilities. Is kind of what I got from the article, um, and also. That there could now now in the article they the Sam Amick the 
one of the main authors, base very clearly puts there's no inklings that we're going to blow it up this summer. But just know that um, things can't things can change, and if we don't show any kind of results of any kind of improvement, Vlade could be gone very soon. Although I, although you know, I don't think it'll happen this summer. It'll probably happen next season, if anything. But that's the kind of vibe I get from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been our GM for how many years now? Five. Uh, five. Yeah, 2015, I think mm-hmm. when he came on. And so far, he's drafted, in my opinion, one and a half All Stars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's been. I mean, th- don't get me wrong. Fox was an amazing pick. Yes. You know, I, I think he's a star. Mm-hmm. And Bagley, I think, has that ability too. He's actually kind of, you know, I don't want to say, uh, I don't want to say similar, but like just kind of a, you know, just has has the very star has the star abilities that a, a Fox possesses as well. Um, I, you know, I, you know, of course, the Luca thing will will haunt him for the for forever. I mean, Vlade will haunt Vlade forever mm-hmm. because sure. you know, just that that is a transcendent transcendent talent. You know, by, you know, <laughs> every day, this is looking more and more like, you know, Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. Like, it's been bad. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to stay optimistic on Vlade. You know, I do, I want to believe that he can improve. We're going to have to see within the year because as of right now, it's not looking good. Even though this year is full of injuries, I give him that. Uh, because of course we're not going to be improving with a team of bench players and three major injuries in the beginning of the year. I mean, like that—that's the thing. But, uh... Like, imagine if we didn't have any injuries, and and you know, give or take, let's just say we win five more games. Mm-hmm. I, I know the math doesn't exactly work out to that. I mean, would you feel a lot better if we were say twenty-six and twenty-eight? In the standings? Yes. Let's see. What's the difference between that standing and the eighth seed right now? So Memphis is 28 and 26. I think with that, with the math, I think we'd be exactly two games behind. I'm not sure how the math works. I mean, of course, I would like to have that uh, standing, but by the way we're playing right now, and I don't think it'd be ideal for us to try going for the eighth seed yeah and that that goes back to the conversation should we remain competitive you know i personally for selfish reasons i want us to stay a little competitive mm-hmm. again i'm expecting some sort of downturn for memphis grizzlies just because they're young yeah i mean in terms of fans i want to see the team improve not like stay the same and not go anywhere so far in terms of improvement I haven't seen much since last year. Last year was a big improvement, of course, from the previous year with the additions of uh, our fast-paced game and greater offense, better shooting. And, yeah, like, that that's the... And, you know, I i was an advocate to keep Jaeger, even though I don't i don't hate Luke. Um, he's I think he's been okay for the most mm-hmm. part. So that's been great is the problem, but... Um, I'm, I just, I just want some stability with this organization. You know, we, we have a losing culture because we just, we, we've sucked for so long. It's been 14 years, like mm-hmm. long. And, you know, like 
you know, we've changed ownership, we've changed GMs, we change coaches every year, basically. And it's a it, it's we've, a very yeah, we've drafted a very um, yeah the, what's it called um, Thomas Robinson over Dame I think will forever haunt another one of those really underrated horrible picks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a losing culture. It it takes time to fix. Last year, I think hyped up our. I mean, I was hyped this off season. Last year hyped me up like crazy. I was I was looking for us to win oh, 48 yeah. games and somehow miss the playoffs. But um you know, like <laughs> it's you know, progress isn't always linear, is I think one of the best sayings. Um this year is it, I mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't get any worse than this. You know, hopefully next year. We're gonna be a lot better. Hopefully we're healthy. Because uh, apparently the Marvin injury really threw things into flux. His uh, fractured thumb injury at the beginning of the year. Because apparently Luke had a set, had like an entire set of offense just like built around Marvin. And Marvin ain't here. So, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, been gone. 13 games this season. So, yeah, not great. Okay. Um, uh, okay, on to the next thing. Uh, speaking of just looking forward, on to the summer. Okay. So this summer, we, uh, I, I don't know how to read the cap space sheet. Uh, let, let's just assume we don't have that much cap space. We're, we don't. We're ba- we're basically going to use that cap space to match whatever bogey gets. Um, so that's really going to be our big move. We might sign Kent Bazemore. I actually want us to re-sign Kent Bazemore. He's been good for us. Um, um, mm-hmm. Jabari Parker probably opts into his player option. Alex Len I think is unrestricted. Of course. But he's probably going to get paid a little bit more than we would like to put him and we don't have his bird rights so um he's probably not going to stay with the team although i would like to see us uh, keep him because big dude and um yeah that's really the only thing and also you know there had also in the same article the king's landing article there was mentions of if buddy heel doesn't get back to the starting lineup he may request a trade uh, let, 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 let's start let, let's start with bogey um bogey i am all for matching whatever he gets i think he's going to get around 14 to 16 possibly even 18 million and if hawks really you know if some of the main hawks calves want to go crazy try 20 million for him what how what's your number that you're willing to go up for bogey i give him a good I, in my opinion, twelve to fifteen. I actually would go up to about mm-hmm. sixteen to eighteen for him. Honestly, I think that you know a lot of people are going to oh, ridicule really? me for this. I think I, I think he even if even if like you know it doesn't really work out, I think he's tradable because he's a guy that can create his own shot. Is very controlled. I think can fit into a lot of offense. It's just kind of because he, he doesn't disrupt your offense to kind of run. You know, to kind of like get his get his own offense. I feel like what I'm trying to think of right now is the future, and in the future, what I think is we keep Bogey, of course, we potentially keep Buddy, and we're of course going to keep Fox because I think he's the best player in the Kings right now. Now, with those big free, how would you think would compare to the other? teams and in potentially furthering the future of their uh, organizations I mean, that's the thing it just feels like 
this is too much. I hate to say it that way. Too much talent. Because remember how the Boston Celtics were last year? There was just too many guys. Like, oh yeah. It was like they they were too good for yeah. their roles, and it kind of ended up imploding. I, you know, I'm more and more of mm-hmm. the. I'm leaning more towards keeping Bogey and getting rid of Buddy in some ways. Because I, because with kind of Buddy's personality and just kind of, you know, his defensive deficiencies and his attitude, it's kind of, mm-hmm. not, I'm not loving it. You know, Bogey keeps quiet and, you know, seems to be okay with his role, although he's starting now. But, you know, I, I think he's a lot more of a controlled player and, you know, is a better ball mover. Buddy catches it. He is launching that shit, and you know, you know, it's it's not a bad it's not a bad idea. It's one of the best three point shooters in the league. Um, but you know, there are concerns with Buddy that just you know, with, especially with the personality things. Like you know, it's, I'm not I'm not digging it right now. Well, we'll see by the end of the season. But I'm more on the train of tra- getting rid of uh, Buddy, which uh, this summer, if need be, I don't want to get rid of him. Don't don't get that twisted. So you think uh, Fox would pair it with Bogey pretty well? Because as of right now, you know, Bogey has been on and off when he's in the starting lineup. So the thing I've uh, kind of heard, um, and, you know, the, and, you know the, the record kind of shows because we've actually been pretty good since our buddies went to the bench. But he played, oh, really? yeah, we, well, six, well, six and five now, but we were six and three before the Bucks game. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it was um, basically... What what uh, Buddy has basically said, I think it was Buddy, um, basically said when he's playing with Corey, Corey is looking to set him, set Buddy up at basically all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Fox is also the same, but Fox is not looking for his shot when Buddy's out there because he wants to set up Buddy, so he's not as aggressive. And unfortunately, that kind of t- that kind of results in. You know, Fox not being all that aggressive and not really looking for a shot, and that kind of hurts the team, fortunately, because Fox needs to go to the rim and draw free throws, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, I, that combination, the combination of Buddy and uh, Corey works out a little better, because Fox is more aggressive, and Bogey, Bogey again can get it, can just kind of get his own shot, and facilitate uh, better than no. Buddy can. Now, with the addition of Corey Joseph, you think we'll be keeping Corey Joseph within the next few years? Uh, he's on, well, he's really only signed through next year because his last year, I think, is unguaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. I would, uh, I would like to keep Corey because Corey is just a tough little point guard that you can kind of use to kind of wear out the other guy. You know, mm-hmm. wear out the other, the other opposing point guard or you know sometimes shooting guard or Luca for that matter. At points, I, I I see the value in keeping Corey, and his and his contract is actually very tradable. So even if we were to get rid of him, he's very tradable. Hopefully, we could find another point guard of his caliber to fit with Buddy's play style. But of course, if we were talking about trades for Buddy, who you think we would trade for him? Okay, so most of these won't happen, but like. One of the uh, what one I kept blanked out on one, but one of, one of the ones I always kind of go to is somehow somehow getting Kevin Knox, but from uh from New mm. York. I don't know how mm. the numbers are gonna work, but you know I, that that's one of the ones I've always kind of wanted, is because I just want a big wing. 
Kevin Knox has not turned out great, but that could be part because of the Knicks. More of the Knicks than oh, it yeah. is Kevin Knox's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, who's another one? I had another crazy one the other day. Um, I'll get I'll get back to you on that. Maybe on the next episode. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's one of my crazy ones. Of uh, you know, um, maybe maybe if, um, a tra- a sign and trade somehow with um. I think uh, you know what I'm I'm completely blanking. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe I'll write it down and then I'll uh, <laughs> say it next time. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, and so yeah, I'm or I wouldn't be mad if we traded Buddy. Not that I'm for trading any of them. I think they're all really valuable in their own ways. This is going to be tough, and especially since he's just won a three point contest, this is going to be even harder now. Yeah. So. I mean, do you think winning a three point contest would increase his trade? draft or trade stock i meant to say i don't think so just because i think everyone knows he's a good shooter already i don't think it's a mm-hmm. secret <laughs> like, yeah why if he was a little more unknown it would have been a lot yeah if it was last year it probably would, would have tr- increased his trade value way more mm-hmm. but you know like i think a lot of people know about him and you know, it, it is just how the Kings, how the Kings are perceived throughout the league. They're like saying, well, Buddy's good, but the Kings suck. So, you know, that might <laughs> actually increase his trade value. So, you know, um, you know trying try to be optimistic. And of mm-hmm. course, again, to reiterate, I am not for, tra- I'm not for trading Buddy. I'd rather keep Buddy if we can, but his personalities, if it's like personal issues, like him not starting is going to become a really big issue with him mm-hmm. you know i'm sorry like i'm done with you now let's see now in terms of next year's draft who you think or what pick you think we're gonna be ending up with uh, at the end of this season from the look of this draft board with the probabilities probably gonna end up with the 10th pick 10th pick I was actually kind of for drafting a guy like RJ Hampton, um, but mm-hmm. he's kind of small. I've, I've realized um, not, not, he's not small, small, but like he's six five with a I think a six six wingspan, which isn't all that impressive. We need a bigger wing, like the Harrison Barnes uh, archetype. So mm-hmm. honestly, I haven't looked in the draft. It's kind of a hellhole for the most part. I, I don't want to dive into it. Well, maybe we'll we'll see. But it's uh right now I'm I'm not I don't know well, what do you think in terms of what uh, pick we're gonna get who we're gonna draft I'm hoping for another either guard or a wing player but to be honest over the past you know of course ten years we should probably just draft whatever best player we could get in that draft uh, the problem is the best player isn't really like we're not going to get the best player at the 10th pick usually no you know well, our favorite our favorite gm in the world vlade who knows what he's gonna do oh uh, yeah you know it's just uh you know i'm, I'm for a guy like rj hampton just because like you know he's he's kind he's plays hard and you know has has got skills like, he has mm-hmm. guard skills and and he's really the only guy I've really researched on Lamelo Ball. So, and I don't want Lamelo Ball. So, yeah, I'm I'm I mean, not the we'll guy see. to ask about the draft. I feel like in the past, 
10 years we've been drafting people that would just kind of fit with our team like on paper Mm -hmm. this guy would be good for our team like uh of course when we were drafting Darren Fox, we needed a point guard. We like we desperately needed a point guard. We had Ty Lawson and did we have I forgot did we have Darren Collison at that year? I don't remember. No, he left for the Pacers, I believe. Okay. No, but we had Ty Lawson. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Ugly, so ugly times. Needed... Ugly times. Mm-hmm. So we needed or desperately needed a point guard. So of course we drafted the best that we thought uh, would be for the fifth pick, of course. It was, yeah. And I think, I think, like, even looking back, that is probably the best pick. Like, well, not the best pick overall. Right. I think Jason Tatum is the best pick of that draft. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, like that, like Biden. that is a really good pick. Like, imagine if the Lakers had gotten, uh, well, actually, if, if they had gotten Fox, they would have traded him to New Orleans, but. Um. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, think think how much better that would have been. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, if I can't remember the other point guards of that draft, but Donovan Mitchell is technically a point, point guard, but. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, I, I didn't know he was six one. I didn't. I didn't know. I thought he was like six five for some reason. I mean. No one knew that Donovan Mitchell would break out this like big for the and Utah and I Jazz. would never have drafted him just because if you drafted Fox already, I'm not sure you drive Mitchell. Like no, yeah. If if people thought he was a point guard, you expect him to play like a point guard. You know, you know. Of course, some sometimes you just have to draft for talent. But you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at like because we traded down to I think 15 and 20. Was that for Harry? We basically got yeah. Harry basically. <laughs> Harry on twenty, yeah. You know, uh, another sad thing no. about uh, this summer. We're not. We're probably not getting Harry back. So. Yeah, it's it's sad, but so far as of right now, it doesn't seem why like he's doing so well. Yeah. Okay, just the the end this topic. Um, we kind of skipped over it, but uh, thoughts on Vlade and Luke? Ah, uh, Vlade and Luke. I mean, it's only been a year. Come on, we should keep Luke for now. Yeah, that, I'm I'm on that train. I, again, firing another coach, pouring more f- gasoline on that f- dumpster fire, like of a coaching situation. I, and I think he's been okay. Like, you know, he's of course like you know the record shows it's been shit, but you know it's yeah. not really his fault either. Like, no, yeah. You could blame mostly on the injuries that we've gotten throughout the season, and yeah, I mean, pretty much the injuries. Vlade, on the other hand, is more controversial. He's definitely been bad. I don't think there's really anything. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, do you disagree? I mean, he has drafted Fox. I give him that, but out of all the other point guards, I'm pretty sure I would have drafted Fox instead. Of Smith Jr. or whatever point guard Dear was. Dear God, we had drafted Smith Jr. Oh my God. I mean, I could see the Kings drafting <laughs> Smith Jr. Okay, let, let's. Let, or... I, I don't want to live in that reality. Let's stop it right there. <laughs> stop that right there. No. <laughs> but no, I, it's it's you can't really defend his record. Sure, Fox is really good. Harry actually was a good pick until they declined his option. I might have to bleep mm-hmm. that out. But um, uh, but like you know. 
Papianis. <laughs> like, let's not forget about that. Uh... Papianis, and of course <laughs> the Luca, the Luca thing that that will haunt us forever. You know, you know, and and even if like I am kind of on the train of like you know who knows how it fits with Fox. I do mm-hmm. think that ultimately Fox stays on the team because I do think he's better than Den Smith Jr. and would have fit would have fit in with Luca. Oh, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. it's just that 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 is that sh- that should get a GM fired. Although you know, Twitter doesn't seem to mention that the Kings not the Kings the Suns passed on him. Hawks Hawks traded down for him or traded him him away to the Mavericks for Trey Young. Yeah, and as good as Trey Young is. I don't think I don't think he's in the same stratosphere as uh as Luca. I mean, we haven't seen him in the NBA court at all. We only seen him in the European league. And yeah. I mean, yeah, he's good. I mean, I was just I mean, MVP like at age what, 18, 19, like at the time I'm just, yeah. I I was for him. And yeah, we, this we we might end up having I mean, to rename this the Luca Pod. Let, let, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> ne- ne- okay. Well, next year, what, what are your hopes for next year? Well, next year, hopefully, Vlade and Office. I'm saying both of them would come up with a good draft for us. Um, in terms of like additions of players. I'm not really too sure. I had to search up uh, what uh, players are available for signing. Um. So, yeah. So the best free agent that I looked this up. The best free agent, of course, is Anthony Davis, but he's probably resigning with the oh, Lakers. Come on. Probably resigning with the <laughs> yeah. Lakers. Um, Good. And other than that, there aren't there aren't those guys that are like superstars. We're probably gonna have to work out a trade, sign and trade of some sort. Like if we could somehow get our hands on Davis Bertans, maybe that'd be mm. interesting. So, in your opinion, what what do you think we would need? A point guard, shooting guard? We need a Harrison center? Barnes type, a wing, a big wing. Why? Well, currently, we have Harrison Barnes, of course, but why would you think we need another Harrison Barnes? Just because, like, just like an all-around guy that can kind of like. Just do everything. Like, you know, as, you know, as criticized as the contract is, I think Barnes is just the perfect utility man for this generation because, you know, a guy that can, you know, guard, you know, two through four basically, and can shoot threes. You know, I, I think I think there's just a, so much value in that. And you know, I'm not, you know, I don't I don't think we need another point guard. I don't think we need another shooting guard. And we sure as hell don't need really need you know big men. Actually, we do need some big men because you know our ours yeah. keep getting injured. But mm-hmm. no, I, I don't think uh, I would not want another center, especially in this era. Like unless we're getting the first pick and we're getting Wiseman, I'm, I'm not really looking at that. And I want to see like... Marvin at the five. So. Oh, you do. Yeah. But I was thinking that we could still continue playing Marvin at the four put Rashawn at the five and potentially draft a decent second round center as a backup. You know, that actually wouldn't be the worst choice. Um, I just, Marvin's shooting isn't as good, I think, for him to really play the four just yet. 
Mm-hmm. Although, like, he's shown again, he's shown flashes. I do, I do believe in his ability to shoot. Like, he, and he's not afraid to shoot. Yeah. So, like, I don't think there's a concern there. He's gonna have to make some though. Yeah, he's just gonna have to practice and improve in that area for next year, which I also said last year about him. Yeah, but... and you know the injuries suck just because you know we don't we. I, we think there's potential there. We don't know if yeah. there's potential there. Like I said, I'll give him two free years. <laughs> yeah, it's always like that because, you know, it takes a while for young guys to play, learn the game. And in order to learn mm-hmm. the game, you got to play. You know, Hopefully he comes back next year fine. The foot injuries, it's very scary. Mm-hmm. For a big guy. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I just hope he recovers. And you know, for the Kings fans that keep calling him soft and stuff, I'm like, fuck off. Like, seriously. Anyways, okay. Next, uh, this is just going to be ramble time. This is, not gonna, this is where we kind of just talk about, you know, the rest of the NBA. And there's only really one thing we're talking about. Actually, right, right before we actually move on to our next topic, what do you think of the dunk contest? <sighs> I think Aaron Gordon should have won. Yes, I'm I'm in that same boat. I mean, <sighs> you hear you hear the you hear the kind of conspiracies around it right now. I actually haven't. What? Uh, so basically, the so on the last dunk, I think he ended up getting a 47, and Derek Jones got a 48. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, the plan. That, so like the so they were so the judges were talking amongst each other, which was weird because you're not really supposed to. And uh-huh. so they were like basically they agreed. This is the consp- this is kind of just like the uh, random reporting. Actually, it's been re- verified. Actually, basically they were they said, all right, let, let's give Aaron Gordon forty eight to tie because we can't make a decision. Oh, so dear, what happened? Is. So basically, you know, <laughs> three people picked ten and then two people picked nine. One person, uh-huh. I think, went haywire, and a lot of people are saying it's Dwayne Wade. <laughs> it's Dwayne Wade. <laughs> that he was supposed to pick a ten, but he he decided to go with a nine and. That kind of fucked. That kind of fucked Aaron Gordon over. I mean, I gotta say, the scoring for the dunk contest is is really outdated, and I feel like it should be more of a, maybe a fan voting. No, you don't want a fan voting. <laughs> you don't want fan voting. No, because if Alex Caruso, if, by the way, why wasn't there outrage for Alex Caruso not being in there? If Alex Caruso was in that dunk contest, he win by a fucking mile because he's so popular <laughs> and he's on the Lakers. So you I don't see. want that. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know how to fix it. Some people have suggested you should have former dunk champions, actually, like former players who actually won the dunk t- contest before. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good idea. I feel like. I mean, I feel like the scoring right now is is a lot biased. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like how it ended, like in multiple ties, it's like we gotta end it somehow. Come on. Yeah, that's and come on. He dunked over Taco Fall. Like yeah, Taco so, Fall but, makes uh, <laughs> makes the Aaron Gordon look <laughs> look so small. Like he's so mm-hmm. tall. <laughs> How's that a forty-seven? Yeah, that's some that was some bull. I know, I know, he kind of caught his neck, kind of, but like, I mean, come on, I mean, like two six, that's five, seven five, like what the fuck? Even even he ducked down a little. It's still seven feet. I know, <laughs> still seven feet of jumping power. Yeah, and it's just like 
what are we doing? What are we doing? Anyways, yeah, I feel Aaron Gordon should have won. He's been robbed yeah. twice. Oh, oh although yeah. I although I'm not mad for Zach Levine winning that other one. No. Aaron Gordon definitely yeah. had the best dunk of that of that year, but he definitely ran out of gas kind of towards the end. So did Levine though. But mm-hmm. in my opinion, in uh, similarity to both Derrick Jones Jr. and Zach Levine, they both kind of dunked the same dunk throughout the whole contest. I know lots of Aaron under Gordon... the legs, lots of under the legs, yeah. and lots of windmills. Yeah, like for Zach Levine, the, the year he uh, competed with Aaron Gordon, well, yeah, a lot of windmills, a lot of freaking free throw dunks. It's it just got a little too much. For yeah, that. Zach Levine's. It's, it's nothing different. Zach Levine's final three dunks were all basically variations of the free throw line dunk, and then yeah. the under the legs um, from like the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked uh, the way how. Um, Aragorn mixes it up a little, at least. So it's different each time. I love it. Little I love his little. little cuff rotating 360 one. Mm, love, I yeah, love that dunk. That is a beautiful window. dunk. That is a beautiful. It was. It was so smooth. Yeah. Mm. Poor, poor Aaron Gordon. Literally robbed twice. They should just hang a banner <laughs> up there. Like just form <laughs> guy who should have. Aaron Gordon should have won that one, but. Uh, Anyways, our final. T- um, oh, go ahead. Oh no, keep on going. Our okay, just to wrap it up, our final topic, um, NBA related. So thoughts on Zion? Good, really good. I I gotta say, after the injuries, I thought he would feed up to the NBA standards, but right now, really good. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people are comparing him to like Charles Barkley and Shaq. I imagine mm-hmm. this is what probably what it looked like when they first came in because Zion's a thick boy. Like, like yeah, and like he's just boy. moving dudes. Like I've never seen a guy <laughs> like this is fucking nineteen and like he's like moving. Like I've I've watched the highlight on a Chris Moves uh, recap channel. There's a play mm-hmm. where he's just posting up like. Daddy is young, and Daddy is young is not a skinny boy. He moved, oh, no. he he moved him like it was nothing. <laughs> and I saw another like GIF on a another clip on a Twitter, where basically Zion drives, bumps Stephen Adams out of the way, and uh-huh. draws a foul on him. That is scary. That's Stephen yeah. Adams. That's a heavy man. That's a man right there. That's not a. That's not no boy. Especially playing undersized against centers like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know he has inc- just beautiful finishing. Like I've never seen a, like a guy like just so smooth, like that big. So, yeah, incredible. Yeah, Zion's gonna be a, and he's already drawn double teams. Like I, I know he can't shoot, and I won't. I don't trust that form. For that, for that form is ugly. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's gonna be hit or miss for the most part. But you know, I, he's gonna be good. I mean, I probably trust this form better than Lonzo's at the moment. Lonzo's form has gotten a little better. <laughs> yeah, but to to be fair, it's been broken. But yeah, it's been broken. It's kind of getting fixed. But you know, Zion, like, it's just I I just can't. I just remember watching that Stephen Adams going like, "That's Stephen Adams, move just moving him out of the way." <laughs> I mean, just imagine that just being like a twenty-seven year old man getting just 
bullied by a 19-year-old. Yeah, it's it's crazy. First rounder, my dad could play like that. And like, oh my god, imagine if they somehow make the playoffs and th- them versus the Lakers. You have the oh. you have the former LA guys and Zion pr- probably going to bully. He's going to bully AD. <laughs> he is gonna just move him like and I, oh my god i want to see him against lebron too can he move lebron too oh i'm for sure think he will oh, move LeBron. oh my god that is, I'm, I'm i'm ready i'm ready for the fight i don't think it's gonna happen because they're pretty fun. <laughs> wait let me check the standings uh okay five and a half games um behind uh memphis so pipe dream but you know possible why can't we get a pick like this yeah, yeah. Well, we traded it, <laughs> so we traded it to uh, Philly, <laughs> and it ended up being the Celtics pick. But yeah, we actually—if we didn't trade that pick, we wouldn't have gotten Fox. So, yeah, mm. yeah. The the little calculus that works into that one. Yeah, it is what it is. All right, all right. Last, uh, well, this, this. All right, that's basically it for the Kings, Sac- the Sacramento Kings section. Um, we will be moving on to some random topics, and this will be kind of a thing with the podcast. Once uh, once we're done with all our Sacramento Kings topics, we're going to move on to just some uh, random topics. Uh, so fir- first things first, um, we're going we're gonna, to uh, talk about a little bit of wrestling. Um, have, you, uh, have, you, have, have you watched uh, uh, this week's Raw, SmackDown, anything? Uh, not, not really. Like I said, it's it's been a while since I've been a fan of wrestling. Like now, now's a now it's just like watch watch. I I just watch. I missed the All Star game. Um, we were talking. We were uh-huh. talking earlier. Um, we were talking earlier that uh I missed the All Star game because I didn't think it'd be interesting. So I decided to watch. Uh, for you WWE fans, uh, I was watching uh, NXT Takeover Portland. It's it's amazing. Keith Lee. The Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic, the most amazing fucking thing I've seen, and just oh my god, you, you need to see it. It's basically two big guys who who do cruiserweight stuff, who do flippy shit, basically. Oh, that that'd be interesting. And have you watched Keith Lee? No. Oh, you need to watch Keith Lee. He's a to be honest, I... he, think of like. Think of a bigger version of Otis. You know Otis? Yeah. Like a bigger version of Otis. But he can do flips. Jeez. Oh, and like he, he's got like the Braun Strowman to him. Where he's like, he's so powerful. Because he's big. Wait, are the highlights out? <laughs> um, I think. I'm not sure, actually. I'll send you a link and you can watch it. But, uh. Yeah, so watch Takeover Portland, and then it's—I think it's the only show that I've ever like watched. Although I didn't, although I—I was—I'll be honest, kind of start skipping around after the first two matches because my attention span can only last so long. But mm-hmm. I think I think there were what five matches? I think five. All the all of the matches were good, were amazing. Like you know, four star, five star matches, like all of them, mm-hmm. and it's a incredible i've never because there's always like one match on a takeover that's kind of meh for the most part okay like, yeah i don't there there was none here so huh. watch it uh i don't know if you want to watch it in full but it's like it's it's amazing i'll probably just watch the highlights then nxt but... takeover 
just you know I you know uh, for you wrestling fans I'm AEW uh, is is nice but NXT is is I think is ultimately better because because it, it knows what it wants to be and you know I know the wrestlers so it makes it a lot easier for me to kind of uh, sink kind of drink that information in but I do think it is for now you know now it is the better product there's a little bit more sports entertainment to uh, AEW and you know that's fine and you know AEW is really nice too and it, I just got to take some time so and the characters and stuff but you know jeez yeah <laughs> i'm watching some highlights right now and my gosh that's a thick boy mm-hmm. yep yeah it's like it's like if zion <laughs> did wrestling in a way <laughs> like uh i think it's more like charles barkley now does wrestling oh but yeah yeah you'll you'll love it, keith lee um it in terms of his I thought he would be a little more muscular, but no, he he ain't got to be muscular when you're that awesome. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, our last topic. Uh, so we're going to be entering the spoiler territory, unfortunately. So, uh, we're going to be talking about Attack on Titan and the latest chapter that just happened. Uh, so if you have, if you are a fan and you have not read the uh ep- episode or chapter one twenty six. Please, or you know, honestly, if you haven't read the manga, if you haven't kept up with the manga, you're going to want to probably turn this off. If you've actually stayed for this long, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thank you. Um, but we were, if you have not read the latest Attack on Titan chapters um, uh, for at least a few months, I recommend turning it off here because uh, spoiler territory alone. And in three, two, one, uh, you've been giving your warning. If you haven't take, turned it off now, uh, you know, you've been warned. Okay, so Attack on Titan. Uh, I just read it. I don't know what the hell is going on anymore. It's I, I was going to ask you what's going on, <laughs> because I thought you would understand it better than it me. It will take some time to sink it. I literally just read it, by the way, for, for the listeners. Uh-huh. Um, it's, so... I, so basically, Levi's alive. And he of wants course. to, him and uh, Hanji basically want to ally with um, the Cart Titan and I guess the rest of the uh, Barley forces, I think. Yeah. And they they want to ally with the Marley forces, and they also want to ally with Mikasa, um, John, and yeah. those guys. Yeah. And it's and not so only that. convoluted. Yeah, not only that. Annie comes back. Annie's back, and, and how? Then, and she's just friends with everyone again. Yeah, it's like nothing has happened. I mean, whatever I've got her name now has talked to her while she was frozen in time. Oh, Hitch. But such a Hitch. There we go. Probably has changed her mind because for some reason she's she's fine with everyone. Yeah. And it's so, and it's like what is go uh, and it doesn't help that it comes out every month. It's just so mm-hmm. like it's just hard for me to remember what we did or what happened last or last uh, last episode. So mm-hmm. yeah, that that's kind of the vibe I get from it. Um, you know, like I guess I guess they're gonna they're gonna attack they're gonna try and stop Aaron now, right? I I'm. I'm guessing Aaron's the bad guy now. Yeah, he's kind of like apparently like he so he actually hates Mikasa because 
he told that one lady to just throw away the scarf? Uh oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't what like. I I remember a few chapters back where Mikasa was talking to Aaron about how he just manipulated her due to her um uh Ackerman was it powers mm-hmm. I, I forgot yeah basically trying to say it. like you're you only you you just follow me you're you're like a slave to me essentially meant to protect yeah. me and her choices didn't reflect herself but just towards her Ackerman powers yeah it's it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot to take in. And yeah, it's but. just like, I, is, so Aaron's the villain. Z, Zeke is dead, right? Zeke, dear gosh, I don't even know if he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's alive. I think he's stuck in that weird dimension. Yeah. No, he's he. I feel like he's definitely alive. It's just they haven't shown that part yet, and. It feels like, of course, eternity to us mm-hmm. since we see last seen him. But it's like within the last few chapters, it's only been probably like fifteen minutes of their time. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. Zeke, I gotta say, he's probably stuck in a in whatever dimension that is. I don't know what's gonna happen with him. It's still unknown to. What's gonna happen next, of course. Yeah. But we'll see, because isn't the um last season coming out uh this year for the anime? Oh, is it? Let me check. I'm pretty sure summer, right? Oh yeah, season four, let's see. Um let's see. State fall 2020. Okay, so fall, not summer. But if you think about it, like the manga should end right before the new anime comes out, right? This is supposed to be like the this is supposed to be like the finale, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so probably. I want to stay, I want to stay lied to us and they're going to extend it to a fifth season, but. I mean, they kind of lied to us with the th- season three where they split into two parts. <laughs> that was pretty. Yeah. Was very lame. Yeah. It's, it's just, it feels like there's still a lot to take in. And yeah. there's a lot, once it ends, I feel like I want more things to happen afterwards or more clarity because there's a lot of those unknown facts that <laughs> you read and uh, still don't know about. Yeah, like, it's it's so confusing. Like, I, I'm going to have to, like, read up on the wikis <laughs> when I get a chance, oh. but, like, it's just, like, there's just so much, and um, yeah, like, it's basically, like, there's so many stuff, because I'm not a good visual reader i guess like i i need text i guess for that like they need to talk uh-huh. for me to really understand things and even then yeah. i don't fully understand it and, you know i think um yeah. yeah once yeah i'm gonna need to do a lot of research on this I, again i just read the chapter so there's probably a lot of stuff i missed so maybe we talk I mean, about it next on the next episode as well mm-hmm. um, yeah 
to be honest, there's there's so many characters. I I forgot half the characters' names, especially the new ones. Remember, and I still when, don't know their background. Remember when back when huh? it first started, like they were just dying left and right. Oh yeah, and now like we have this set cast of characters for the final uh, book. It's like they're just throwing more and more people in and bringing people back from previous chapters in for like a final battle scene then you tend to forget like what is the purpose of all these people anyway and you know it like uh, for you know listeners i mean if you're i mean if you're here um you would know but like you, you have to read and watch the anime at the same time because i remember it was like it, right when they revealed like in the anime like they reviewed the ymir stuff like how ymir was like from this place and then it right yeah. as right in the anime or right in the manga at the same time they were also like revealing what that wall she was kicked off of was mm-hmm. so like it's just read read and uh read and watch the anime it clarifies so much so <sighs> well We'll see how the fourth season is because you you watched all the three seasons that are currently out, right? Of course. What do you think of it compared to the manga now? Like, do you think the anime has stuff left out? Well, they laid out a lot of the violent stuff. Uh, There's one very specific scene that I remember from the uh, manga. It's it's the uh, one where Levi basically, like, chops up Zeke. And there's this one scene where he literally sticks his sword through his eye, but you can't see it in the anime, unfortunately. Uh huh. You know that like it's a bit more PG, but you know, I do like the anime. It actually gives a really good visual about yeah. what's happening. Because again, I'm not a good, I'm not good at reading pictures. Yeah. Plus the art style for the manga, in a way, it's kind of, in my opinion, is hard for me to distinguish who is who sometimes a lot of people will actually criticize his art style it's gotten better but like uh-huh yeah so, i get it. but it's 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 a unique art style it is. and it i feel like it fits this type of anime or manga or story whatever you call it okay yeah well all right well that will be it for this week's episode if you've actually stuck around throughout this Thank you. <laughs> like, you know, um, we'll we'll be we'll be trying to do more episodes and kind of see where seeing where this goes. Hopefully, I can we well we can stick more to the theme of the, the podcast, which is optimism for Kings fans, because mm-hmm. it, it's 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 tough out there, you know. And you know, we we like to just be you know a positive influence on your fandom. You know, there's no there's no sense in just kind of constantly just drowning in your in sorrow being a king's fan um so yeah hopefully we can do an episode next week um and you know hopefully some stuff happens some maybe maybe even the kings get a little better although we don't even know if it's a good thing now mm-hmm. a lot of intrigue and um yeah we'll see where this uh where this podcast goes thank thank you for joining me i think we've run about an hour and a half at this point All right. Um, I'll see you. I'll see you next week again, or I'll talk to you right after this. But um, yeah, thank you. No.